February 1936, Pakistan. A chilling wind sweeps across the north face of Nanga Parbat. Nestled in the heart of the Himalayas, this peak stands at over 8,000 meters and remains unconquered. But Swiss geologist Augusto Ganser and his team are determined to be the first to set foot atop the mountain dubbed the Queen of the Mountains. However, at the moment, they find themselves stranded on a steep cliff while a light snow keeps falling in their faces. Progress is slow to come. As the lead climber, Augusto tilts his head slightly. From the corner of his eye, he catches a glimpse of his companions below, but his gaze is drawn to the vast emptiness stretching beneath his feet. An intense sense of vertigo instantly grips him as the sky seems to merge with the earth, blending into the rock. His eyelids feel heavy, and the valley appears so distant. The sheep are nothing but tiny black and white dots on the horizon. Suddenly, a sheet of frost cracks just beside him, jolting the 26-year-old geologist back to reality. We must continue the ascent, not stop. It's too late to turn back now, he tells himself. He tightens his grip on the ice pick and plants it a little higher. Augusto remains focused, climbing inch after inch towards the top of the cliff. It's freezing, about minus 20 degrees Celsius, and oxygen is becoming scarce. But above this frozen wall lies a plateau, and beyond that, the summit of Nanga Parbat. The idea of being the first to conquer this giant of rock and ice fills Augusto Gens's heart with unwavering courage. Little does he know that he is about to make a strange discovery, or rather, an encounter that will forever change him. Hello, I'm Fabrice. Welcome to Fabulous Destinies. Today I'll be talking about a creature that has fascinated people all over the world. Whether brutal or benevolent, wild or sensitive, accounts of its behavior vary. Many explorers have set out in search of it in the heart of the Himalayas, and none have ever returned with definitive proof of its existence. Its name, the Yeti, or the Abominable Snowman. Between legends and scientific hypotheses, discover its fabulous story. Night is about to fall on Nanga Parbat. With the strength of his arms and legs, Augusto Ganser manages to climb to the top of the cliff using his ice pick. Once on the plateau, his first instinct is to help his comrades behind him. He pulls each one up the final few meters before collapsing to the ground, exhausted. His muscles are burning and his heart is drumming loudly in his chest. But they're all alive and closer to their goal, the summit. The young geologist takes a well-deserved few minutes of rest. Then suddenly, it's one of the Sherpas accompanying him. Panicked, Augusta rushes towards him. What's going on? Is there a problem with supplies or equipment? 
wide-eyed, the porter trembles like a leaf and points to a series of footprints fading in the snow. The footprints are not human, and they are gigantic. He turns to Augusto, fear contorting his face, and whispers a single word, Yete, the man-bear. Augusto understands. He has already heard of this creature, a mythical being on the border between two species, said to haunt the heights of the Himalayas. A legend, of course, a myth. But the Sherpa's terrified gaze and the footprints speak otherwise. They are nearly 20 centimeters in width, 30 centimeters deep, and are spaced about half a meter apart. Whatever creature passed through here must be enormous. And one thing is certain, it moves on two legs. Augusto Ganser's blood runs cold. A primate of that size at this altitude? Impossible, it cannot exist. As he takes out a camera and captures the scene, conflicting thoughts whirled in the young geologist's mind. If a predator is lurking nearby, the entire group is in danger. They are not equipped to face such a threat. The mission is jeopardized. Yet, his scientific mind cannot give up. The tracks are still fresh. This creature is close. If he could catch a glimpse of it, even for a second, and take a photograph of it, it would be an unprecedented discovery, the pinnacle of his career. After a few minutes of hesitation, his decision is made. He will go alone to encounter the creature. His companions and porters are informed. If he hasn't returned before nightfall, he's either frozen to death or has been devoured alive. Armed with just a walking stick, his camera, and a rope slung over his shoulder, the young man sets off. He moves straight ahead, following the trail on the ground. However, the weather worsens, and a thick fog quickly obscures his vision. Nevertheless, Augusto presses on. In this deep snow, each step becomes more difficult than the previous one. His limbs are numbed by the cold and fatigue. His throat is tight with fear, but his determination does not waver. After what feels like an eternity of walking for half an hour, he enters a sort of recess, a clearing amidst the mountains. The creature's footprints end here. Before we continue with this episode, a quick break to give the floor to our partner, without whom this podcast could not exist. Don't go away, we'll be right back. Augusto Ganser is anxious. The temperature seems to have dropped even further in the past few minutes. He shivers, and his fingers are frozen inside his gloves. The wind rushes through the surrounding crevices, echoing like a dark, cavernous voice. It's Nenga Prabat groaning. And then, the young man senses a presence, close by. A gaze fixed on him. Someone or something is watching. Driven by an almost primal intuition, he turns ever so slowly. 
Standing just a few steps away from him is a massive body entirely covered in white fur. At least two meters tall, maybe more. From its imposing torso, a pair of long, flexible arms hang down to its knees. The creature doesn't move, but Augusto senses the colossal strength it possesses, far superior to that of a human. He raises his eyes slowly to his head, nestled between its shoulders. Its mouth is wide, with no apparent lips, and its nose is upturned and flattened. Under its long mane swept by the winds, he discerns two black, motionless pupils staring at him. With the utmost discretion, Augusta removes one glove, slips his finger under the flap of his satchel, and pops open the button. He delicately reaches inside and retrieves his camera. He mustn't startle the creature or, worse yet, anger it. With a trembling hand, he brings the camera to eye level and looks through the viewfinder. The creature is still there, like a nice sculpture, frozen in space and time. Only this time, its gaze has changed. It exudes a kind of sadness mixed with disdain. Large black spots invade Gusto's field of vision. In a final effort, he tries to press the shutter, but his fingers no longer respond. His mind drifts into emptiness, and he faints. Augusto, Augusto. The next moment, the 26-year-old geologist opens his eyes. He's covered with a blanket and a warm towel is placed on his forehead. His companions are all around, gently bringing him back to life. It's nighttime and the creature has disappeared. So, did Augusto Ganser truly see the Yeti that day in February 1936 high up in the Nega Parbat? The mystery remains. Indeed, the Yeti belongs to a family known as cryptids. Unlike fantastic and impossible creatures like dragons, werewolves or mermaids, cryptids are beings whose existence could genuinely be considered. However, there is no sufficient evidence for the scientific community to acknowledge them. The Yeti is a legend stemming from Indian, Nepalese, and Tibetan folklores. Many Himalayan residents claim to have caught a glimpse of it or seen its footprints in the snow. The myth arrived in Europe at the very beginning of the 20th century, and since then many Western climbers have recounted similar tales. These testimonies may seem somewhat doubtful, Still, photographs of strange footprints have indeed been taken in the last 100 years. However, scientists attribute them sometimes to bears, sometimes to monkeys, and occasionally to plain humans. The results are the same when researchers analyze DNA from supposed hairs of the legendary creature. Coyotes, grizzlies, goats, dogs, but no yeti. However, there's a very interesting hypothesis to explain this myth. 
It is possible that local populations have come across fossils of the Gigantopithecus, an extinct species of large apes that lived in South Asia hundreds of thousands of years ago. Only fragments of jaw and teeth from these vanished primates have been found. Nevertheless, some estimates suggest that some of them could measure up to 3 meters and weigh nearly 600 kilograms. But the most fascinating theory considers the Yeti to be our cousin. Indeed, according to certain cryptozoologists, researchers specialized in legendary creatures, the Yeti could be linked to Homo erectus. This species of bipeds evolved in parallel with Homo sapiens, from which we descend, and shared many similarities. However, Homo erectus went extinct around 110,000 years ago. Unless some specimens survived and have been wandering the Himalayan mountains ever since. The Yeti has many nicknames Almasti in the Caucasus, Bigfoot in North America, or the Abominable Snowman in Europe. It has inspired numerous stories, including H.P. Lovecraft's science fiction novella, The Whisperer in Darkness, and of course, the famous comic book album, Tintin in Tibet by Hergé. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fabulous Destinies. Feel free to share with us stories that you would like to hear on your favorite listening platform or via Baba Bam's Instagram or Twitter page. We'll be happy to discover them.